Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days Beating Cancer Daily Together. I have to tell you this dog joke that I read by Rita Redner. My husband and I are either going to buy a dog or have a child. We can't decide whether to ruin our carpet or ruin our lives. (laughs) Oh, I love that joke. It's a little dark, but I thought it was funny. It felt really fitting to have a dog joke if we're going to talk about pets and cancer today. I actually got a dog when I started cancer treatment. Do you have pets? Because they can be incredibly helpful when you're going through treatment. I actually ended up getting a dog and then a cat. The whole idea was that the dog would take my daughter's mind off of what I was going through and she could really bond with this dog. But unfortunately, the dog saw me as alpha. So (laughs) the dog just wanted to follow me all over and be with me. And they say dogs can smell cancer. So I think this dog was incredibly protective of me. So I ended up actually having to get a cat for my daughter. And we kind of rigged the deck and put the cat in her bedroom so that the cat really just knew her and bonded with her. And then once the cat was really anchored to her, then of course the cat really became more of the whole family. But I don't know if I'd recommend getting two pets while you're going through cancer treatment as a single mom, but It definitely added a lot of fun and life to the house. What I do want to say is that you might want to have a backup already set up so that while you're going through treatment, you already know who can help you with your pets. If on a certain day, you don't feel well enough to walk or really care for a pet in the way that you need to care for a pet. But the reason why I bring up pets and cancer is because the studies are pretty compelling about pet therapy and going through different mental or physical challenges. What I found interesting was that as early as 600 BC, Horse therapy or equine therapy was reported as being very popular in Greece. I had no idea. I found some of these interesting statistics about pet therapy on Petpedia. I read a study that said that when they surveyed 2,000 pet owners, 71% said that their pets improved their physical and mental health. And there's a guy that really is credited with the early research on pet therapy with dogs. This guy's name is Dr. Boris Levinson. But if you look at 
what they say pet therapy can help you with, everything from insomnia, anxiety, stress reduction, reduced blood pressure. Cancer patients report increased insomnia, increased anxiety, increased stress. Some even report increased blood pressure. So we can just think that maybe pet therapy would be a good solution for you if you are experiencing these kinds of stress-related symptoms. Now, you can have pet therapy in the hospital. You can request that if your hospital has it, and you don't have to have your own pet. You can just request visits from the pet therapy animals. The other thing I found interesting is that, you know, of course it does give you a reason to exercise. It does give you a reason to socialize more because when you're in a dog park or you're walking your dog, it also decreases these feelings of isolation, right? Because you have another living thing with you. So whether you do pet therapy in your treatment facility or you have a pet already, or you decide to get a pet, just make sure that you do have that backup that I spoke about so that your pets are getting fed and properly cared for if on a certain day you just don't feel well. So with that being said, think about what it's like when you come home and that little animal sees you and just wants to make you the center of their universe, unless it's a cat. Cats can be, (laughs) cats could sometimes be incredibly fickle. I had a super social cat. My cat was known to leap and talk and act more like a dog. That was a Devon Rex, which I used because I'm actually allergic to cats and they are considered to be one of the anti-allergic animals. But I just love the fact that my cat behaved more like a dog and was super, super social and actually kind of ran the roost. Uh, My dog thought it was in charge, but really the cat was in charge. So I had them both 16 and a half years and they saw me through all my cancer treatment and then back to health. And so it was just a real honor to be able to celebrate with them and have my journey with them. So if you have a pet you love, you can tell me how that pet helps you feel better in your treatment. And if you have another story about your experience with pet therapy, I'd love to hear it. You can go to comedycures.org and hit the record button or the write us button and let me know how pet therapy works for you. Have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow. And I just wanted to dedicate this episode to Biscotti, Teak, and Rocky. You guys have been anchors for me and our family just loves you. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I hope you guys know this, but Beating Cancer Daily is a listener and donor-supported podcast and community. So if you have some extra change, I'd love you to go to comedycures.org and make 
a donation today of whatever level is comfortable for you, and it will be tax deductible to the extent allowed by law because Comedy Cures is a nonprofit 501c3 organization founded from my chemo chair, April 1999, and we've been going strong ever since. So please consider making a donation today and help our community and this podcast thrive. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.